Dear Cheap Astronomy, can we drill through the ice and find life on Europa? Firstly, it's worth noting there are quite a few moons out there with suspected subsurface oceans. So not only Europa, but also Ganymede and Callisto around Jupiter, then Enceladus and Dione around Saturn, and there's even a suspicion that Ceres, an asteroid rather than a moon, may also have one. But everyone gets excited about Europa because it's hot. Europa is the second large moon out from Jupiter, after Io, and then Ganymede and Callisto follow. Io, the first moon out, is the most volcanic object in the solar system and would have long ago evaporated away any water that it might have had. It's so volcanic because its proximity to Jupiter means it's constantly being tidally stretched as it follows an elliptical orbit around Jupiter. Europa, the next moon out after Io, manages to retain water which is thought to be in liquid phase beneath a 20-kilometre icy crust. Its surface looks fresh, presumably due to regular resurfacing, and has what looks like discoloured cracks, where that discoloration might arise from liquid water seeping upwards to the surface and leaving some kind of sediment there. Ganymede and Callisto look more like hard-frozen balls of ice and are both heavily cratered suggesting they don't experience a lot of resurfacing. So it's Europa that gets the focus, not just because it's got a subsurface ocean, but because that ocean is probably also heated. Ganymede has a magnetic field thought to arise from a circulating subsurface and salty ocean, so Ganymede does have one, even though it may be under 150 kilometres of icy crust. Anyhow, we do think that the warmer Europa is a prime candidate for hosting life, where its hot and rocky core means there could be lots of hydrothermal vents pumping streams of hot nutrients into the subsurface ocean. That wording got strangely procreative just there, but that is kind of the whole idea. If you want life, you don't just need water, you need chemistry. Europa exploration planning is filled with ideas of drilling into its 20-kilometre icy crust so as to access the subsurface ocean, but we wouldn't want to suggest those ideas are necessarily good ideas. Europa's surface temperature is minus 160 degrees Celsius, which is pretty cold. So while a persistent heat source like, say, a chunk of plutonium might melt through the ice, If that chunk is just at the base of your robot probe, there's a risk the melted ice would refreeze around the top of the probe and lock it in place. Remember, Europa's surface gravity is a bit less than the moon, so there won't be a lot of downward pull. Therefore, you'd probably need to encase the entire probe in a plutonium shell in order to make any headway. And then... If you hit a sizeable rock on the way down, that could be the end of the mission unless the probe can also move laterally. To achieve that, you'd need some kind of mechanical solution, since firing a rocket thruster in an enclosed space is just going to destroy the rocket, if not the whole probe. So maybe some kind of push piston would work, but it's also got to work without getting caught in refreezing ice. So you'd probably have to make the piston out of plutonium as well. 
And if there's lots of rocks along your 20km melt descent, all that lateral pushing is going to put a significant drain on your power reserves. Of course, these are all just engineering challenges to be overcome by lots of testing, trials and ingenuity, as well as an absolute ton of money, time and effort. But even once you are through to the ocean and start exploring, you then have the problem of how to transmit the data back out through 20 kilometres of ice. So either the robot has to steadily unreel a 20 kilometre transmission cable as it goes down, or it's going to have to bore its way back up again to send its data home. It's about here that we should remember those discoloured cracks on the surface and the fact that we might have spotted a Europa water jet with the Hubble Space Telescope, much like the water jets that the Cassini mission discovered shooting out from Enceladus. So, rather than all the drilling nonsense, you could just do a flyby of Europa, sample one of the water jets, or otherwise land near one of the surface cracks, and just dig a little. Indeed, maybe it's not such a great idea to drop a huge chunk of plutonium into a pristine and potentially life-bearing subsurface ocean, even if it is in the name of science.